This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Pat and Stu show. I'm Pat. This is Stu. Mm-hmm. I'd like and to lead the show Jeffy. with a question today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who really won the <clears throat> argument this morning? Who do you think? I mean, seriously. Jeffy, were you there for this? No. He was not in the room at the time, no. but maybe you could turn on your microphone. Yeah, you'd for, have to do that first. Um, yeah, I can't even hear right now. Very so. In case uh, you missed the radio program today, there was news that broke that uh, Pat Gray and Glenn Beck had a... A vicious, is that the right word? Vicious argument yeah. uh, about some unnamed topic. <clears throat> I mean, we got a little bit of what it was about, but not much. It was religious in nature. Religious in nature. And so when and I came back into the room afterwards, I, I said, um, you know, in, in this room, we should never discuss religion and politics. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the thing you should discuss yeah. most. Yeah, it room. does. It does. And uh, But I, I don't know if it was as vicious as he kind of let it let everybody know. Mm. Oh, that's an interesting. He did get testy. He does. And, okay. uh, At times. And I said, you're getting pretty testy. And he said, well, uh, you're, he accused me of perhaps accusing him of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it ended nicely, we it know. Did. But it that did. is also yeah. the least 
interesting part of it. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't care at all if it, that ended, it ended nicely. nicely. I care about the, you the, want the religious meat, the war that happened in that there room There was actually a, an engineer in the room at the time. You could maybe talk to him about uh, Ooh, some of the things that were discussed. Get, some, get the real story? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think there might be some investigative reporting, Jeffy, that you and I should do on this particular incident, maybe for this program. You know, I would like to maybe. know the truth. I would yeah. like to know the truth because we know, we know something I w- happened. I will say Glenn is a more tolerant uh, person right now than I am. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who yeah. knew? Uh huh. I mean, I would never have guessed that to be the case 25 or 30 years ago, but it's definitely true now. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely tolerant true. of what? I mean, you're tolerant of of certain things, but certain not of things. others. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, where He's Glenn more tolerant it? religiously than I am. Yes. And he takes a lot more flack than I would. Yes. And he's, uh, you know, he, I, I, could, I guess I could just say he's going through a situation with the school right now because my school is, is that ending. That's still going on. Yeah. So my school is ending and we've, we've decided, okay, we both, Glenn and I have lost enough money on this thing. <laughs> okay. Time to cut our losses and move on to something else. So... We're actually turning over the uh, 501c3 aspect of it to somebody in a different part of the Metroplex mm-hmm. where these, this thing is catching fire a little bit. And so they'll, they'll be able to carry it on. That's over great. There. So it's really good. But in the meantime, he's got to find a place for his kids because they're still in school. Now, mine are a little bit older, and so they've already been past that stage. So he's, he's in a school, and, and things are happening there that I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't be a part of. I mean, mm-hmm. it's... It's ugly, and I, I kind of shared that with him. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. okay. And I think... Your point is, don't you shouldn't put up with those yeah, things, and his point yeah. is, I, I have to mm-hmm. or I want to. Yes, and we've got to find common ground. And he's looking for common ground, not just on the air, but in his life. I mean, he's really taking this yes, he is. unity thing to heart. And um, so he's he's kind of leading that attack, and... For me, I wouldn't unify with these people. <laughs> well, there you go. So that was the basis of the argument. Yeah, it was the basis of it. Yeah. And again, uh, who won? Well, you I didn't did. get that. I did. Okay, so no. now, now that's confirmed? Yeah, it's confirmed. You won. If I ask yeah. Glenn who won, who, who would win? He'll have to say me. He would he say did. you. Yeah. If he wants to be any kind of honest, he'd have to say me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> See, this is what happens in the Trump administration all the time. They're just like, there's somebody in there going, by the way, what, did you hear what uh, Reince said about you, Don? <laughs> yeah. Do you hear about that? Who, you know by that's the way, going on. I know you guys had that big argument. Who won that argument? Was it you, Don, or was it Rice? <laughs> <laughs> that's how this is. Uh, <laughs> we're getting all these reports. There's someone in there stirring it up every day. And I'll I'm going to try true. to do that. I'm going to try to do that here so we can get some yeah. good reporting out of this uh, studio. And there's a there's some breaking news apparently from the uh, Trump camp and they're demanding that Congress uh, investigate Barack Obama right now. White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer tweeted a request that Congress investigate the Obama administration. Actually, he did that yesterday morning, so it's not as breaking as you might believe. Um, President Trump is requesting that as part of their investigation into Russian activity, the Congressional Intelligence Committees exercise their oversight authority to determine whether the executive branch investigate powers that were, were abused. In the executive branch's investigative powers were abused in 2016. I... I don't know. I I guess there was a FISA court uh, hearing. Um, surveillance was legally approved by a FISA court, uh, and if that's true, it would it would be an issue. Everyone's just playing with the language here, right? I mean, because Donald Trump is Donald Trump, 
he tweeted that his phones were tapped at, at Trump Tower. Now, there's no evidence that that is true. What seems like it's true is they were doing an investigation on the Trump ties to the, the Trump organization's ties and the uh, campaign's ties to Russians, which we all knew. We mm-hmm. talked about it during the campaign. Uh, they obviously, with Manafort and Flynn particularly, came up with stuff that was enough to get Manafort kicked off the campaign and Flynn to be fired. Yeah. Okay. So it was obviously something or something that made the Trump uh, camp uncomfortable. At least to the point of like maybe not uncomfortable internally, but uncomfortable as how it would be perceived. Um, So we knew that was happening. Likely they probably did catch conversations with Trump if he was talking to his top people. Um, So possibly, you know, here's here's the tweet. And I I mean, this is so unpresidential as to almost not even worthy of of reading. But he tweets terrible exclamation point. Just found out that Obama had my wires tapped in Trump Tower just before the victory. Nothing found. This is McCarthyism. Oh, jeez. First of all, it's always the left that screams McCarthyism. Because there, there were some good aspects of McCarthyism. There were communists in the government that had to be rooted out. I mean, there were communists in the government. Uh, and there was a definite concerted effort to infiltrate our government by the Soviets. And had there not been a hearing, uh, who knows where we'd be today? Who knows? Now, the, the uh, hearing that got a little out of control was the House Committee on Un-American Activities. That was a whole different deal. But the McCarthy hearing was a fairly decent... I mean, if you really look into it, there was some merit to it. There was some merit. Did it go too far in some cases? I, I don't know. I, I think the House Committee on Un-American Activities certainly did. But I don't even know that McCarthy did. I, I don't know. Anyway, right. for Trump to be saying this with zero evidence and presenting nothing to back it is so irresponsible. Uh, it's, you know, again, this is just his way of presenting information. God, it's, it's horrible. One of my favorite things that horrible. the Internet has, has come to accomplish on a day with this stuff. I don't know if this would entertain you at all, but it entertains me quite a bit, which is... Trump will tweet something and it blows up into this big story. And then afterwards, people go back and try to figure out where Trump got it from and the moment it happened. And like, without exception, there is like some story on Fox News where a guest mentions it and then six minutes later, Trump tweets it. Really? Yeah. And it's funny because <laughs> this one, I think, was this particular oh one God. was a, a Breitbart story was published almost immediately. So when he says just found out, you think in your head, the president, he had some intelligence briefing no it's like just some story on breitbart that's how he just found out and it's like oh my gosh uh, again uh, you know i don't is there anything to this i don't know we don't know all the information yet you know people are like well mark levin made a great case look mark's very smart he's uh he i'm sure he made a great case on it um and a lot of the stuff was known i mean we listed a bunch of the headlines today of the way it's been covered um i don't think that it's uh it, it did bur- like the way trump presented it i don't think there's any evidence of, of that actually happening, of Barack Obama saying, you know what, tap Donald Trump's phones, I want to know what he's saying during this campaign. Like, there's no evidence of that. However, there was evidence of wiretapping uh, of, of conversations with his, some of his top people. And if it wasn't abused, that's great. But the idea that that sort of power can exist 
and we just hope it's not abused, is a major problem for our electoral process going forward. Now, the guy, I don't know if anyone remembers this, won. He won the election. So if this happened, it's something to look at. It's something to look at to examine for future rule changes. It's something to look at uh, because we want to hold the people responsible if it was abused. However, to make this the big story right now, when all this other stuff is going on, to me makes no sense. And I'm sick, I'm sick of, of, of allowing the media and Donald Trump to drag us around in whatever direction we're supposed to be. I, I, don't, I don't care about this right now. Is it something that should be looked at? Yes. I, I'm so with you on that. Oh, really? Okay. I'm so with you. I don't Ugh. care. I really I don't, Just, care. I don't care. When when I when I saw it on the Drudge Report over the weekend, I'm like, I, I, why do I have to look at this all the time? And then it hit me. I don't have to look at it. I never do. I don't have to I go mean, to the Drudge Report if I don't want to. Only like if, you know, sometimes one of us or someone will tweet links oh, to like, hey, this is on the Drudge Report right now. Yeah. I never go to the Drudge Report by choice to look to see what's going on in the world. Yeah. Never. I'm, I, I got to, to be honest, I'm so disinterested with what's going on yeah. with this administration. Until they do something, you know, really profound, until they do something really meaningful in my life, I don't care. I, I don't care about this phone tapping thing. Yeah, I mean, like, look, is it an important issue if it happened? Yes. Is I it guess. A, is it an important issue if he if it didn't happen? I just don't believe it happened. Right. I don't believe right. So isn't it like a, you said, right. I don't believe Barack Obama instructed the CIA or the FBI or anybody else to go tap Donald Trump's phones at the at Trump Tower. It just doesn't make any sense. And it's in it look, it's first of all, they all thought they were going to win by 10 points. So yeah. I mean, they didn't think they had to do that. Um, but also, now even James Comey, who I guess is now the villain again in the world, I, I can't remember. You know who's going to come out of this as a potential presidential candidate in 2020? James Comey. Yeah. Because he's the only guy who's t- pissed off everybody. At some point, you never know, right? You never know how these things play out. But if everyone gets annoyed at both sides, he could be the guy who comes out, look, I said Hillary Clinton was corrupt. I said Donald Trump was corrupt. <laughs> I'm running as an independent. I'm running as an independent. Elect me. <laughs> this guy's setting himself he might up win. well. He might uh, win in this day and age. Because he is the only person who seems to ever come out against both sides. Um, but again, he's saying that like this is not the way this went. Now, that's not to say that there isn't evidence um, of of wiretapping of officials. Um, is, has, was Trump's voice caught on some of those recordings? Probably, right? I mean, if, if they well, were... Well, if he was talking to somebody who was dealing with the Russians, like Manafort, right. probably. If they had Manafort's phones tapped probably. at that point, um, yeah, there's a good chance, because Trump probably was calling Manafort all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there, a, is there a chance? Yeah, mm. I, it's not the way Trump's saying it, most likely. Um, and it's not the... The way, like, I mean, I saw the media this weekend saying uh, this is uh, Trump baseless or falsely uh, accuses uh, Obama of X, Y, and Z. It's very possible he did falsely accuse him of that. However, we have we have none of the information. How is CNN, as an editorial journalistic situation, taking the position of it's false already? Like, you can say he provided no evidence. That's fair. You can say, well, we don't know what his case is because there's nothing out there to prove it. But to say that it's false now is jumping the gun, too. The media is doing the same thing. It's true. And and that's why I liked Marco Rubio. I don't know if we have Rubio on the docket for today. Do we have Rubio's quote on here? We we had it for radio, and we never wound up playing it. Um, But basically what Rubio said was, Look, I don't know what he's referring to. I haven't seen the evidence. If there's evidence, it'll come out. If not, then, uh, then we'll have to figure out what he was talking about. Isn't that the right position right now? 
Yes. We, we know nothing about this. And instead, yeah. we're supposed to jump to the final conclusion. We are supposed to uh, either say the uh, administration is the worst ever or the best ever based on Donald Trump's tweets. I just refuse to be a part of that. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't. I'm not obsessed enough about this guy and the stuff he says or the media and what they say. I just don't. I, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather focus on things that actually matter. And right now, when it comes to politics, what matters is Obamacare and tax cuts. You're hearing zilch about tax cuts. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. It's all after Obamacare in theory. And the same thing with Obamacare. All we're hearing now is, well, they want to come up with a replacement first. The replacement's behind closed doors. We don't know what's in it. It looks like Obamacare light. Ryan, you know... This is bad stuff. And, you know, the, the tax thing, the only, th- the only thing we're hearing about the tax cut plan is that there's going to be a giant border adjustment tax, which you might notice that is basically a tariff. Um, and that's going to be attached to it. That's not good either. None of this. I, we need to get these things moved along. And um, it, the way to do it is, is not to get Donald Trump all focused on these other side projects. But I, he just cannot withhold himself. Remember, Pat, we came back here, what was it, last Tuesday or Wednesday, we came out of this show and saying... What a great speech Donald Trump made. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job. Now, there's a lot of policy issues we had with it, but his tone was great. If this is Donald Trump, he's going to be really successful and popular. The next <laughs> day, he's tweeting about Arnold Schwarzenegger's ratings. Yeah, so ridiculous. I mean, he said in the speech, the time for petty disputes is over. The next day, he tweeted about Arnold Schwarzenegger's apprentice ratings. Okay. It's just... I mean, the man... It's, and then it's... people wonder why we didn't vote for him. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I, uh, it's so clear. I will say this, though. I mean, mm. the, these protests going on against him right now from the left no, they're ridiculous. are insanity. And why is the media not focused on this Berkeley thing where they're beating Trump supporters? They physically are going violent and beating Trump supporters. That never happened with the Tea Party. And it was the most violent, extreme, racist organization of all time. Mm -hmm. There's actual violence going on. People getting hurt right now. Not a word. Not a stinking word about it. It's unbelievable. There's a, uh, a, 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 I'm going to screw this up because I'm doing it out of memory, but it was a libertarian professor, and and we've talked about his work before, um, who was doing a speech at, uh, I think, Middlebury in Vermont. Do you see this story, Jeffy? Um, I think it was Middlebury about College. This, Jeffy? You uh, see this? Did By the way, that's my way of saying, "Hey, Jeffy, can you look this up to see if I'm screwing it up right now?" <laughs> and by the way, Jeffy doesn't pick up on that. <laughs> no. no, I didn't read about it. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen milk. I will say, Jeffy usually does pick up on that little. Thing. <laughs> as as unprofessional. Oh, did I go too far there's already? There's not a chance of looking it up now. Did though, I go I didn't too pick up far on already? Come on! <laughs> it's Monday. That's the first comment of the day. Oh wow! I was wow. on your side today too, but I, I now believe <laughs> I, I now believe Glenn won. <laughs> uh, so it was in Middlebury, and he was harassed, uh, you know, uh, by uh, liberal supporters who came in there to, to yell at him. Obviously, liberal yeah. protesters. And he was harassed, and I, you know, uh, I don't know, assaulted. Is that the right word? Um, and the, the I think it was the Washington Post that covered it. It was like, um, professor who has been called a white supremacist protested in Vermont. Oh, my God. Or something like that. Jesus. It's like, wait a minute. The guy, first of all, he's not a white supremacist. Well, he's all, been called that. Can you deny right, but it? He, well, he has Can been you called deny it? it? Probably by those people. <laughs> 
Um, but there's no so evidence of that. Bad. And he, you know, it's a it, so and, bad. and what happens? He gets so that story is about him being a white supremacist, and the and he was protested. No, he was assaulted, and he's not a white supremacist. He's a, a libertarian leaning um, thinker and, and a really accomplished guy. Um, so bizarre. Can you guarantee he has not been called? A white I can guarantee he has been called a white supremacist. Okay, in then. fact, in that article, right, they then. called him a white supremacist. There you so go. there you go. There he you has go. been called a white supremacist. That's not really a standard, though, right? Like, <laughs> well, you know it what? didn't used to For be. Example, I'll tell you, it didn't used to be. Let me give you, let me give you something that uh, the, the left would, would not do. Um, uh, if Barack Obama was assaulted uh, in, uh, in, in some speech, they would not say a president who was called a racist assault, uh, protested at speech. Because Glenn Beck called him a racist. Y'all remembered it. So yeah. I assume right. uh, that now uh, you would you would apply that same standard. We I mean, should start applying that standard. Yeah. Uh, the president of Brahma, who obviously had been you know been called a racist, uh, has uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's by us. <laughs> That's it's not so a good. Fair standard. I love that. Uh, Jeffy, do we have the details on that story? We do not. Okay, uh, we'll give you a moment. We'll give you a moment. Take a positive step towards self-reliance oh, in the meantime while Jeffy looks for this. Even if you had them, you wouldn't give them to me now. That's true. It wasn't even me. I, I was giving you credit. You usually, you usually. No, he's just mad though. I mean, that that took nothing this week. No, he's like he came he's a little in sensitive testy. today. Wow. What right. what is the? Uh, What's the matter, pumpkin? Let me ask you. Okay? Can I ask, can I ask a follow okay? up? Can I ask oh, a follow up question? On. My follow up question is: What is the current <laughs> state? Of the eating going on right now with Jeff Fisher. Are you still on this weight loss binge? I am. See, this is the problem. How he's, much have you lost? He's angry. Uh, 12 pounds. He's lost nice. 12 pounds and he's angry nice. because he's lost 12 pounds and life sucks when you lose 12 pounds. No, it doesn't. I well, it's that. good that you lost the 12 pounds, but you want to eat like a pig and yeah. you're not able to and that does suck. That sucks. That does right? suck. Right? Am I, am I right? There might be something there to that. There may be some truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you want to make sure you can continue to eat. You don't want to lose, uh, like... There are certain situations where you could lose a lot of weight, like get down to your birth weight. Yeah, you don't want um, that. And you don't want that. Uh, don't do and that's that. where my Patriot Supply comes in. You can prepare for any emergency situation with these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about easy-to-prepare emergency food. Tastes like home cooking. And, well, first of all, you're going to be cooking it at home. So, hopefully. Yeah. So, it actually would be home cooking. Of course, you're just adding water, so it's nice and easy. And it lasts up to 25 years. Things like pizza, too. Uh, mm. And really delicious stew and soup and like pudding. fettuccine Alfredo. Pudding. Pudding. Oh my gosh. Mm. Pudding. I love pudding. Come on. How much better is that than buying a bucket of wheat? A lot. A lot better. Considerably? Yeah. Considerably, considerably better. And you can get four weeks. And look, I've done it both ways. I like this a lot better. Get four weeks of easy to prepare food for $99. And they throw in free shipping too. Yep. 888-411-5290 is their number. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. Go there now while you're thinking about it. Hi, it's Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back, and the lovely Jeffy. Ugh. Look at him. He's be- doesn't he look good today? You look good over there. Hey Jeffy, <laughs> have you lost some weight? <laughs> have you lost? No, like, you no, look I like you've lost no, I like a dozen pounds or so. No, I haven't. I'm six hundred and forty-two pounds. No, I don't believe it. Oh, I won't hear so that. So you've lost more than twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See yeah, what you did? I can keep See it what you did? I, keep it. I have been watching, however, Jeffy, uh, recently. Uh, my wife is very into 
My 600 pound life. Oh my gosh, I can't. I know. Uh, my 600 pound life. Yes, have you yes. watched this yet? My 600 pound no, life. I can't watch supersized, it. Supersized, by the way. Is the, Wait, what do you mean supersized? That's the, I mean, at least the, the one I watched, the last one I watched with. Uh, what's is that what face? it's called? It's my 600 pound life, supersized. Uh, interesting, because does that mean a longer episode or there are like I, 700 pounds? Because I will say, it's interesting. They keep finding people. Right around 600 no, this pounds. Lady, this. Yeah, I mean, this lady, when she stepped on the scale originally. Your, your mic is really. Something's wrong with it, yeah. yeah. When she stepped on the scale originally. Me? No, it's not. It is not touching my shirt. They're like, it's you. It's not, not me. Who is, is it, it me? Oh. No, I don't think so. Mine's, Hello. Is it me? We're testing now. One, two, three. Testing. Hi. Testing. Hello. Now. While we're on the air, two, we're three. testing all of our microphones. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Now, yeah, because Now, there's, there's something. Uh, I think it's Jeffy's. Jeffy, move around. I'll tell you what. Turn down my microphone <laughs> and and Steve. Yeah, let's, let's let's play the game here. And here let's let's listen to Jeffy's alone. microphone roulette. Hello, one. Tell me when I get to three, two, three. No. Boy, there's almost no delay. <laughs> All right, bring Hello, back up, back up. Okay, so it's, it's apparently not, Je- not it's yours not because must, okay, let's now it's let's either try mine or yours. Let's try Pat's next. All right, turn down Stu and turn down Jeffy, and we're going to find out. If it's my microphone causing the problem. It's not. Apparently not. Mine either. Okay, now you can come back to me. So it must be me. It's your mic. But I'm not, obviously, as you can tell, I am not, it's not touching my clothing. turn us back up. We have the culprit. Yeah, you can turn up Pat. No more calls, please. We do have a winner. It is Stu's microphone. (laughs) So he needs a new one because that's that's, not touching his. It wasn't touching my clothing or anything. That's really weird. All right. So. uh, so, That's really weird. Well, I I guess I got to break off. Uh, I don't think that's how it works, but. Oh, okay. So anyway, my 600-pound life, supersized. Yeah. This lady, when she first went in to get weighed at the fat doctor in Houston, uh-huh. she was like 642 or 645. And I mean, that she, had, she said she hadn't weighed herself in a couple of years. So she was oh, like, wow. of course, devastated. You know, that well, she was like, I was like, do you have any- where do you get a scale that goes up that high? Oh, they've got the big, they, they, they have the big uh, uh, semi-scale. Oh, really? It's not a semi-scale, but they've got but, the big stand-up scale that they help you stand on at, uh, okay. at, at the fat guy doctor's <laughs> office. So she has to be weighed at truck stops, is what you were trying to allude to. You Look, go I've, to been, I've been told about that joke for me for years. I get to use it once in a while. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it's good. All right, so what happened? She, was, so she weighed she it lost. at 642. Yeah, then she, she was, uh, the doctor was still pissed at her because she, she lost... 41 pounds or something, and she was supposed to lose 50, so she was still like at six. Okay. And he was like, um, you didn't lose the 50, and uh, you can still continue on the diet, but we're not giving you the gastric bypass uh, until you lose uh, at least another 100 pounds. So I'm out. I mean, he's a, he's a, wow. he's a stickler, man. You, these, wow. I mean, first of all, he's a stickler because it's their health. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. It really is about them and their health because they're going. Is it or is he just kind of douchey? I think a little bit of both, actually. I mean, he, this is a pretty good gig for him. Yeah, I would think so. You know, I, I, he's kind of he seems like a little bit of a. Is he like doc. a famous Houston surgeon? Yeah, mm. uh, famous, you know, fat doc. Yeah, I, I can't think of his name now. Yeah. I wonder if that's who but my friend in Houston went to. I wouldn't surprise because me. he had a, he had that surgery that that bypass or whatever that gastric right. stomach staple or. I don't know what he, well, you know, one of those procedures where yeah. they, and it can be really dangerous. I think I've talked about that before. Yes. Lost two friends to that surgery. Uh, two out of three. Two out of three have died. That's uh, amazing. And you know what Meatloaf said? 
Two out of three ain't bad. It is in this case. It's, it is bad in this <laughs> yeah. case. Yes, in this case. It's a good yes, point. Yes, it is. Do you remember the Dr. Douche's name? I don't remember his name, but this is. I think you'll find he is this kind interesting. Of so is she up to so, 700 now or what? No, no, no. She lost. She's lost. She oh, she's still hard. losing. Yeah, she lost. Oh, she had the surge. She, they went in, and uh, this lady from Seattle to Washington, her family went with her to Houston. They got to move to Houston. They get with the doc every week, once a month. Wow. And, I mean, they had to a move big to deal. Houston? Yeah. They moved her from here, and once she... <laughs> Can you imagine a 600-pound person moving from Seattle, where the weather is great, I mean, at least for a fat person, Well, to Houston, where the, where oh, the she had weather not been is in a so car. miserable? She had no. not been in a car for a long time. I mean, they put her in a van. They brought, they brought firemen and uh, ambulance guys to help get her into I, I, this van for the road trip. I think I, I saw oh, this one. Yeah. Now, I mean, it was bad. obviously, she couldn't walk, or could she? Barely. Uh, Still barely mobile, but this isn't the twenty-three-year-old, right? This no. Is, no, okay. No, no, no. This is uh, Diana, I think, is her okay. name. <laughs> they're all the episodes are the same. I, every time no, I, 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 I every time I talk to somebody about the show, they're like, "And this happened. This happened." And I'm like, "Oh wow, I think I saw that one." Uh, <laughs> no, she, no, no, that's Bill. <laughs> oh, I, I, actually, the woman I saw was was a was black and yeah, <laughs> uh, and had only one arm. So actually, no, it's, it's not the same. Not person the same one at all. Um, what's interesting about this doctor uh, is he must be the greatest doctor. In the world. But he's got to be the only one, right? The no, only one. Well, I, the reason I say that is because he is, and I mean this sincerely, the least interesting character right. I've ever seen on television. Right. He has no personality. He can barely speak full sentences. He's really not that much of a in-shape guy himself. He's not really in shape himself. Mm. And he like, like he's, he has no facial expressions. Uh, you ha- we have to play video of this well, wait, guy. He just comes in and goes, oh, well, you, you lost 42 pounds, and you were supposed to lose 50 pounds. So how, <laughs> so how is your diet? You're not far. Are you following the diet plan? It's like, seriously, because he's from, uh, obviously, some, I mean. India? Oh, he's from Probably, India. Yeah. Um, so he's from another country. And, and, you know, but he must just be the greatest, the greatest doctor, because there's no reason to cast him on the show. Like, mm. He, he is so non-television. Like, if it, someone came to you and said, like, you got to build a show, uh, this would be the ultimate show you would not build because, mm-hmm. A, you're showing a bunch of half-naked or totally naked 600-pound people, which is not attractive. Mm-hmm. Then you're showing them have surgery on themselves, which is really, really disgusting. Yeah. And then in addition to that, the doctor has no personality. So, like, there's nothing happening of interest, Do- yet I've watched, like, ten episodes of it. Dr. Yonan Nazoarden. Where's and where's where's Yonan from? Extraordinaire. Yonan is from it is India. India. I'm and, guessing, right? Is he from India? Does it say on his where he's and his I place, ass- place of birth? I assume that this is the <clears throat> place you go when you're 600. It's got to be right? right. He's the guy. I mean, it's like there's probably yeah. not that many people, so mm-hmm. uh, he's got to be su- with such expertise in this there's area. A lot, of, a lot of big doctors in Houston. You know, it's a big, it's a big medical area. Right. You'd think you'd be a medical to, center. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily. And it, like. It, you, there has to be five doctors in America that are doing surgery on 600-pound people. And uh, most of their constantly. patients are not dying. Yeah. The, right. Because that's an important element yeah, in yeah. this surgery. That's true. Because they can. They, they can. Well, and that's, I think Jeffy was talking about this when I was getting my, my new mic put mm-hmm. on. But it's, it's like they basically say no to every one of them. I mean, it's just like these like house repair shows where like they're always down to the last minute and they can't get it. Every one, every episode I've ever seen of the show is like you need to lose 50 pounds and they lose like 40. 
mm-hmm. and then they come back and they have to, okay, well, do come back in a, in a month and you have to lose 30 pounds and we'll do the surgery. And they come back and they've lost 22. And then they finally, at some point, get over that, that or they don't, they come close. Mm-hmm. Like the last one I saw was like, you needed to lose 35 pounds and you only lost 29. But I think that's good. <laughs> I was like, well, why did you tell her 35 then? Well, they want to get his idea of it is to get you get those get the people, commitment right, uh, right, mm-hmm. and the plan mm-hmm. of the eating and the buying because it's the not diet. going to do them any good if you do the surgery and then they go right back to their old habits, right? right. Which many of them do, and like yeah. this lady, the one couldn't get it. He went in to do the surgery and couldn't actually do the full bypass. Why? Uh, there was uh, she was going to be on the table too long. He was worried about her kicking out, you know, kicking the bucket. And, so and then right at that time, a steak up, was in the way. It was just, right. a, just a, a rogue steak was in the, in the place where he went to cut. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what happened. What is a sandwich yeah. doing here? Uh, the, uh, but I saw, I saw one a couple of uh, weeks. And of course, they all seem, and this, this is really going to depress you if you're single, but all these people seem to be either married or in serious relationships. Like there's never, none of them are ever like single. They always have the, the dopey boyfriend who well, himself... Well, always have the enabler, man. You yeah, gotta you got to have the enabler. the enabler, right? And they all have the enabler. They always show them going through a drive-thru, and like, I'll have uh, three value meals. And, like, I mean, they these are not... These are not glandular issues, right? These are, they ate themselves there. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty oh, my incredible. Gosh, yes. And, you know, to be honest, there's a part of me that, there's part of me that says, A, like, hey, I'm not that person at least. Like, I, that, there's part of me that watches it because Amen. I'm glad I'm not that, which mm-hmm. I feel like I could be at any moment. Oh. Two, it's as a motivator. Like, you don't want to necessarily become the 600-pound person on the TV show, so maybe I'll skip that next cupcake. However, well, I have I'm... found many times I do eat my way through the show, which Correct. is not a not And you a know positive. why that is? Is because it's the, the opposite takes place. You watch it thinking, you know, I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to feel good. I'll, and I watch it because I want to feel good about myself. And, and, and then you feel so good you me. have a bowl of ice cream. Right. You feel so you good. Look, it. look that, bowl, that half gallon of ice cream isn't going to oh. make me 600 oh, pounds. Oh, my. Oh, that's the sex lady. Oh my! Yeah, we don't yeah, need we don't need support that's the for the segment. She actually makes quite a bit of Guys, money on YouTube. We, seriously, having her boyfriend feed her. I mean this seriously. People. We don't need support. Yeah, there's boyfriend. People. Wait, does she have a butt in the front? People pay her. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, she had it surgically put in there. The. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't show me. You're the one doing it. I don't want to be part of this. <laughs> All right. No, the well, boy, she makes good money. The boyfriend uh, feeds her. They have, they have shake time. I know. No more Jeffy segment here. <laughs> That's coming up later in the show. All right. In the meantime, did you know that the air in your home could be polluted? Yeah. If you're watching this kind of stuff, that's uh, it probably is. Could be as much as five times more polluted than the air outside. Yeah. Uh, indoor air pollutants are a big deal. They cause uh, problems. You know, and some of them aren't huge maybe to you, like allergies. Um, but that's asthma, cardiovascular conditions can be made worse. And yeah. asthma, is a bi- asthma is a big deal, but allergies are a big deal. I, I mean, a really big deal. I, I didn't really, really have suffer a, with them. I didn't have an issue with them until no. I moved down here. Oh, uh, really? And, and lately, I have been having an issue with them. And Welcome so we, to Texas. We've been running the Alexa Pure Breeze in our bedroom uh, mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks. And it's, you know, it's great because you can tell when it's working. It has this mm-hmm. little... Um, a uh, little swirly line on the front that lights up. So when it's when it's red, you can tell that it's having issues with the air and it's it's filtering things. When it's blue, your air is clean. So you kind of know when it's working. And it's it's the other thing too is I'm uh, I'm a stickler. Like it's when I when I sleep, it needs to be the right conditions. Um, and it's an, the, the Alexa Pure Breeze is nice and it's quiet. Like, it's quiet. Like it, I think yeah. it actually has a silent mode too. But I actually like the little the little tiny fan 
Like, not too loud. Just a little, mm-hmm. like, nice, soothing, consistent mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice. Yeah, I like that, too. Uh, it uses a, an innovative four-stage filtration process. That's why it traps more junk that's in your air uh, than the other filters do. An advanced true HEPA filter. So get your Alexa Pure Breeze. It's just one ninety nine ninety five. Buy it today and then start breathing easy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. 888-895-7746 is the number or online at getalexapure.com. It's getalexapure.com or 888-895-7746. Call now. Uh, O.J. Simpson could be released on parole this year, which is good, I think, because he's, I mean, this is way too long for the, for the crime he's serving time for. Absolutely. <laughs> Not they gave him a crime. sentence for Nicole and Ronald Goldman mm-hmm. with this crime. Right. If where he's rem- trying to take back his own paraphernalia. Right. Granted, he did it in a really bad way. And there's video of him holding a gun at people, basically holding them hostage, which is kind of an issue. But nobody but usually, was actually shot. No, there was there were nobody hurt. He he just took his. He was trying to get stuff his back. stuff back. Well, and that's the thing we don't. That's not actually confirmed either. He thought it was his stuff. Okay, um, but you know, it, I don't know that it was. But he's been in prison since 2008. Okay, that I yeah. mean, time's up. You're yeah. going on time's ten up. years on this dumb little. Charge uh, uh, now. It's not a dumb. I, 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 I that's, find I ten still, years is a lot of time. It is a lot of yeah, time for that. And, and I find I still have loyalties to this guy. I don't, I, you're I, not alone. I find I still have some sort of sympathy toward him. Maybe I don't fully believe he killed his wife. Uh, maybe I'm such a. I was such an O.J. Simpson fan as a kid I, that I, I, it just never really clicked that he's a double murderer. I, yeah. I, t- he, I see him walking into court when they show him walking into court in the pictures of the old O.J. and I still have it's O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. I think that's the juice. This is it. like you had a an ingrained belief about this person, and time heals wounds, right? Like, yes. I mean, remember, even if you don't believe he some somehow don't believe he killed his wife, he definitely beat the crap out of her. That is absolutely 100% over confirmed over and, and over, over and over and over again. Um, so he was not a good guy. No, that's um, true. Yeah, that's true. Should, there should be no sympathy, really, for him. I really, mean, yeah. And, and I don't have any sympathy for him. However, I do have sympathy for our legal process. And, you know, I, I don't know. The case itself was not mm. nothing, but it was something. It was, you know, basically holding somebody year. hostage. Yeah, it was a it was year a, yeah. in prison, maybe. If he didn't you know, he's have, on parole in eight months. Something like that. I think if he didn't have... The murder, the pesky little murder. But again, the yes. one he was he was acquitted of. He was acquitted. If if he didn't have that in his past, it would be more of a shorter term. I think because he also had the domestic violence in his past, there would be a, a good chance that it would be a bigger sentence than the maybe. You know, if it was Jeff the use of the this, gun too. I don't remember Jeff the whole story yeah. now, but I mean, it was the use of the gun that got him. Yeah, I mean, look, so can't, angry he, with them, right? He, no matter whether you think the stuff is yours or not, you can't hold a gun at someone and keep them in a in a in a hotel room against their will. That is not something you're allowed to do in our society. Um, I mean, maybe Jeffy's done it a couple times, but you're not supposed to do it. I I I, I don't. Did you don't you remember hard... at the end of one of those? I think it was the documentary that just won, by the way, best documentary uh, Oscar. Yeah. Um, uh, OJ ESPN. made in America, yeah. which again I don't understand why it was an Oscar if it was on ESPN. I, it must have played been, it at a theater. Like they played it in one theater one time to get mm-hmm. the award. 
Um, but at the end of that, they went through that trial a little bit. I think it was that documentary. I watched a bunch of OJ stuff right around that period. Um, and I think it was that one. They went through that that scenario, and it was right. worse than I remembered it. Because right. initially, I was like, "Come on, they're just putting him in jail because they don't they want to put him in jail for the murder." It was a little bit worse, um, and it was completely unnecessary. I mean, this guy, he had beat the rap. You know, he he was out again. Like I don't, I don't. I'm not happy he beat the rap. But like, if you're in his mindset, you killed your wife. You got away mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. What the hell mm-hmm. are you taking a gun to somebody about oh, paraphernalia, any sort of memorabilia from your stupid career? He needed money though. Not the he smartest didn't. guy in the world. He According was actually making he a lot he, of he money. He was actually doing okay. He was doing okay money wise. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, it wasn't a money issue. It right. was a for to, to him. It was a principle issue. Uh-huh. He believed it was taken from him. Now, it does not okay. seem like it actually was. Which is another bizarre part of this. Okay, but uh, but that having been yeah. said, all right, ten years. Yeah, right. Come ten, on now. Yeah, That's ten years time. is crazy. Come on now. Now his his life has changed quite a bit. His Rockingham house was bulldozed. Mm-hmm. He moved to Florida be- all before this jail thing, and then now he spent ten years in jail. Comes out if he gets out this year, which he may or may not. He'll be sixty nine years yeah, old. Yeah, he's an old man though. Sixty nine years old. I mean, at some uh, point you just do an interview. Does he do an interview where he's like, you know? Well, what's his face? One of his his former friend, um, Ron. Oh, yeah. Is it Ron? Uh, the cop. Yeah. Uh, One of his said, best friends. Yeah. Who believes fully that he killed uh, Nicole. And didn't initially. And didn't initially, but does now. And he said that he he thought O.J. would. And I don't know if he was just looking for publicity or whatever. Right. But he said O.J. will eventually. Because he's too egomaniacal not to fess up and say, yeah. I did it and got away well, with it. He did write a book mm. called "If I Did It." Yeah, so weird. That is one of the strangest so things weird. in American history. Trying to help? What? Trying to help? No, he was not trying to help. No. <laughs> um, I mean, and this is it gets it gets lost to people because I mean you know it's been a long time, but the guy murder, murders two people, gets off, oh, and then God. writes a book. That describes how he would have murdered those two people <laughs> if he had murdered those two people. And then at the oh, but I didn't. But so, I didn't. Never mind. And like you go through the book, and there's okay. like specifics in there, like which direction he drove, mm. and and why he would have gone a different way. And it's bizarre. And of course, it was so controversial at the time. The book never got released. Uh, it was actually never um, actually out uh, released. Although I think it was eventually uh, did get out there. Um, because I think, you know, they were trying to re- recoup some of their money. So the Goldmans, I mean, wanted the money from the book, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I mean, what a Because they never got a penny from him. They never got a, never got a penny. I, that's pretty amazing. It's amazing. an amazing story. It is a fan. It, but, but, you know, I was watching NFL Network a week or two ago, and they had an O.J. Simpson thing on. And it, you, just, you see him at his prime, and you see yeah. how he was. You want him to be. Yeah, you just want him to be innocent. I, I wanted him yeah, so badly to be innocent. I wanted him to be innocent, too, at the time. And I really thought, okay, there's no way O.J. Simpson murdered his wife. And Come according on. to a jury, he didn't. And according to a jury. He didn't, and that's the American I, system. I, I, they didn't have enough evidence to prove him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't know if that <laughs> they didn't. That's not the standard that we use in our legal system. He didn't do it. Nah, they didn't say that. Well, he's, uh, he's proven in it. He was. He was, proven, he, he was not guilty. He was out, not free guilty. Man. Right. He was not. They did not have the evidence to prove him guilty beyond oh, a reason of a doubt. That's what we're supposed to do doubt, in our reasonable courts. doubt. A reasonable doubt. That does not mean he's innocent. Um, and as as you see in the civil trial, with a lower standard of proof, he was guilty. I mean, I, you know, they, I think every, like, again, the documentary did such a good job outlining the feeling of that time, mm-hmm. which was 
it, black people saw it as you're coming after our own. Again, this is not my take on this. This is theirs. Um, and they said the black community saw this as, I don't care if he's guilty, you're not taking our guy. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, absolutely. that wasn't just the documentary's vibe. It was one of the jurors. Yeah. One of the jurors they interviewed. Yeah, I mean, it was. That was despicable. And, and, I mean, oh, man. Despicable to, say, to let a murderer off because you think your community is under mm-hmm. siege. When this guy was the last thing in the world he was, the, his wife he, he killed uh, was a white, guy, white woman. Not to mention the fact that all the civil rights leaders of the time were pissed yeah. at him because oh, yeah. he wanted no part wanted no of part the movement. Of What's he wanted to? He was popular with white people. He didn't want to. Oh, yeah. He, would, he didn't, didn't want to trash him. And you know, he, he didn't want to come after him. They made that out to be very negative in the movie, and I looked at it as they much did. more positive because it really mm-hmm. what he wanted was not to be involved in all the nonsense. He wanted right. people to be able to escape to football and deal yes. with football yes. and not have to and not have and a it's political hard to blame vibe. him. And I understand he, that. He, he wanted to play football. He wanted to be popular. He didn't want to do a political thing. But what's so interesting about it, Pat, and we got to take a break. I know we're super yeah. late. We might have to move Jeffy time to next hour. Uh, Jeffy, I know you're uh, very sad about that. But uh, it, the movie itself made a very convincing case that the reason O.J. W- got off for murder was because the community, the black community, didn't want, okay, didn't want to, uh, to, to have one of their own taken because they had, be, they had so much unjust behavior before, uh, treatment mm-hmm. before that, they weren't going to allow this to happen. And, and to me, that says, well, that's not a just result, right? I mean, you know, the, the juror saying, I, I didn't care if, basically, I didn't care if he was guilty, I was voting innocent, innocent anyway because it was about something bigger. That's a negative. Yet when they win the award, they win the Oscar, they come out and they say, by the way, this goes to all the victims of, uh, you know, we won this and we want to dedicate right. it to all the victims of police brutality. It's like, well, that's the, you're, you're enforcing the same things that led to this person mm-hmm. being uh, acquitted of a murder, he absolute, two murders he absolutely committed. Um, and then you're just, you're, you're pushing that same narrative down the line. Now, obviously, there are victims of police brutality. If you want to keep it at a really limited scope, the statement it can be true. But, man, I, I, like, why would you further that after the whole point of your documentary mm-hmm. seems to be that this guy was let off because people felt emotional about a story that, you know, right or wrong, uh, you know, they felt mistreated. I mean, I, that's not well, the way that's, you're supposed to decide a legal case. Well, but... I kind of disagree with that, too, because that's what we pay lawyers for. That's what we want a good lawyer for. Yes, we, oh, no, want, I, we want to follow the law, but we want to have that jury have feelings for us and feel bad look, for us. O.J. obviously mm. made the right choice, and which one, one he fought initially, according to the documentary, did not want to use the racial the, angle. Well, he was the one resisting it to, yeah, against right. Johnny Cochran until about halfway through the, the process. Because he knew it wasn't about race. Yeah, and he knew it, never it wasn't was. true. He knew it, it wasn't never true. was. Triple right, eight, seven, two, seven, back. More patents, too, coming up. Uh, oh no, we lost Jeffy time today, Pat. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, it's dead. No, oh, it's dead as a doorknob. I'm right here, right? Oh no. No, you, well, you're here, but you can't do any material because oh, I talked too long. Mm. Darn it. I'm being called out over my O.J. Simpson support. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Pat talking about O.J. sounds a heck of a lot like other diehards we know that defend at all costs. No, because mm. I'm admitting <laughs> nothing really, no, no real reason to defend him other than right. I'm just a fan. I, I always have been, and well, that it, it is was, pretty similar. Yeah, well, I, I no mean, I'm reason, admitting I'm it. He's not right. 
He's I, not. I will say too, your defense. Others don't. You're def- you're not actually. It's not, you're not actually. Defending. And I'm not you're actually saying a, he didn't do it. I, I'm. I, I don't know. I mean, I. Of oh, I think he, he did. did. Yeah. I mean, I think he definitely did it, and he should be in jail for the rest of his life, or or killed, uh, thanks to a death penalty for what he did. Except California Um, doesn't have one. But they should they should implement it just for him. Yeah. Is that constitutional? Can you just implement it Uh, after the process? Can we get that done?